When you save on auto insurance for driving safe with USAA SafePilot, you'll feel like a big deal. Even in a traffic jam. Save up to 30% with USAA SafePilot. Restrictions apply. Please stand clear of the doors. Hey, we are on the monorail. Oh, yeah. I cannot wait to go to Pecos Bill today. Genuine. Oh, we're going to Pecos Bill? Yeah, Pecos Bill. Genuine. No, I really don't want to eat there. What? We are going to rock, paper, scissors for this bad boy. Are you ready? All right, I'm ready. Ready? One, two, three, go. One, two, three, go. Come on, Joe. One, two, Welcome to episode 110 of the Diz His Podcast. I'm Joe. I'm Alex. I'm Jen. Today we will be giving the his on Pecos Bill Tall Tale Inn and Cafe. So uh, this is my go-to restaurant at Magic Kingdom because, you know, this is not for like special occasions. So I'm not going to go to, to like Beauty, Be Our Guest, Beauty and the Beast. Um, those are for more for like special occasions. This is the one that we go to, I would say, almost every time we go to Magic Kingdom We'll go ahead and go um, to Pecos Bill, right? Uh, the reason why we go there because I, I feel like it's reasonably priced. It's not too much, and you get it, uh, you get it good portions. Uh, and I, I, I love Pecos Bill. What do you think, Alex? I agree. It's it's our go-to if we feel like sitting down. If we don't feel like sitting down and we just want a quick something to eat, I go to the place in the American area that has the, uh, the chicken the waffles. waffles. Yeah, that's um, Sleepy Hollow, I believe. Yeah, yeah, Sleepy yes. Hollow. But if we want to sit down for a quick eat, this is one of our go-tos for sure. Okay. How about you, Jen? So I'm going to be the oddball. And I it's not that I dislike the place. I don't really feel like I've always gotten the best food at the place. Mm-hmm. So it is not my go-to. It's a, I guess we'll go here kind of thing, but... What, what what do you not. want in the day like a like a like a five star like Michelin Michelin meal or whatever? How about hot food? Can we start there? Oh, oh, oh calling them out. <laughs> do you get because, do you get outvoted? Huh? Do you get outvoted? Is that why you have to go there? Um. Yeah, and just the past couple times, it's just it's cold and it's not good. So 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 let's just talk about the hot food situation here, right? So I'm a big baby when it comes to hot food. So like Mel, she's just like, you know, Jen, my wife, she is, she needs the hot food, right? Oh, my Me? wife's the same. How about, I don't care, man. Like yeah. I, I really actually prefer to be sitting out for like five to 10 minutes. I like lukewarm. So it's like normal. This looks like a shovel in my mouth, like super fast. Because <laughs> if it's hot. Because <laughs> if it's hot, I, I don't know what's wrong with me. But ever since I was a kid, I like shovel food in my mouth. Like, you know, it's me and my friends are like, oh, it's dinner time. Oh. Got five minutes to eat, so we can come back outside and play. I feel like that's kind of stuck in with me. Plus, I also worked at a uh, pinch a penny in Florida, and they give you like like you know thirty minute lunch breaks, and you have to like, shove your food in your mouth. So it's kind of like I don't know. I yeah, sh- I need to stop doing that because it's really not healthy for it's me. It's not good for you. It's no. Not good for the dig- digestive system. No, no, it is not. So that's probably the reason why I like a little cooler food, right? Yeah, my wife always she'll like take a bite, and I'm like, "Is it hot?" And she's like, "Yeah, it's probably too hot for you." Oh, really? I'm the same way. Really? Yeah. I, That's I, just got to have hot food. 
Really? Yeah. Is it the same thing with your family too? Because I can tell you, Nick's the same way. He doesn't like like if it's like piping hot, he he won't eat it. Right now, it sounds like it's just men's mounds. That's what I'm thinking. That's why I'm trying to get more of like a, a census going on here. I don't think my husband has any preference. I feel like my son is like me. Okay. And he likes his food has to be a certain temperature. But I, I'd have to now. I have to analyze that because I don't know if it is a matter of it being too hot versus too cold or what. Okay. Hmm. Well, we got some good memories to share here. I think Jen even has like a really good memory to share here. Mm-hmm. Um, Definitely. But let's go ahead and give it a rating. Let's yeah, give let's this do restaurant it. Restaurant a rating. So, uh, I think I'll go first. Uh-huh. I'm gonna start up real high because okay. this, like I said, this is my go-to restaurant at Magic. I'm gonna give it an eight. Right. Yeah. I think it's reasonably priced. I mm-hmm. love the food. I love the toppings bar. You can sit there and just. Put on top toppings and toppings and toppings, and it's just good. And I like the kind of I like the theming in it. I like yeah. there's a lot of seating. There's more seating than you actually think that right, they're exactly. like, going to talk about later. Mm-hmm. Uh, so how about you, Alex? What do you rate it? I rate it an eight as well. Okay, we're yeah. going to skip Jen. Yeah. <laughs> we'll just skip her. Why I'm going to bring down the average? <laughs> yeah, big time. Go ahead, Jen. I what, am going to bring down the average. I, I should give it a high. I'm going to say. Go ahead. Yeah. What? Wait, no. How about you guys guess? What do you think I'm going to say? Oh, I'm going to say Jen. See, Jen doesn't like give anything below five. So her bottom is five, but she's probably going to give it a six. I think a six too. That's my guess. You were both wrong. I'm going to give it a five. Oh, oh really? Womp, womp, womp. Okay. Only because there are just, if I'm if I'm hungry at Magic Kingdom, there are probably half a dozen other places I'm going to think of before I think of this. Casey's is opening back up. I, you know, I'd rather eat there. Um, my go-to is Columbia Harbor House. Mm-hmm. But, you know, this is like low, probably lowest on my list. That's all right. It only brings the average down to seven. Yeah, it's not too bad. <laughs> Which one's your go-to at Magic Kingdom? Uh, Columbia Harbor House. That's your go-to? Mm-hmm. That's pretty Fish good. I chips. like I like that. You know, I like it. Um, Casey's Corner is also really good, but, I mean, it's hot dogs, and you only have so much well, hot dogs. You like hot dogs? I love You're hot You're not American? Dogs. I love hot dogs. <laughs> I love them. No, oh, the corn dog nuggets. Those yeah, are good. Damn. Oh, I love me some They're, corn they're dogs. good. It's good. I like Casey's Corner, but Pecos Bill all the way. Pecos Bill was quite a cowboy down in Texas. And the Western Superman, to say the least. Let's get to the his on Pecos Bill Tall Tale Inn and Cafe. Pecos Bill Tall Tale Inn and Cafe is a restaurant inside Frontierland at Magic Kingdom. This Western-themed counter-service restaurant is named after the legendary Pecos Bill, a cowboy from Texas. This Tex-Mex sit-down restaurant opened up with the Magic Kingdom in 1971 as Pecos Bill Cafe. It is bigger than it looks from the outside, stretching from Country Bear Jamboree to Tortuga Tavern in Adventureland. Although it is large, it is constantly filled with people because of its great food and location. If the front room is full, just venture up a ramped hallway on the left side of the main dining area, leading to a second dining area. That's like what we were kind of saying earlier. Mm-hmm. It's a lot bigger than it looks. So yeah, yeah, for they're, sure. They're seating all over the place in there, and there's oh, a couple yeah. different areas that are usually closed off because there's because they want to fill up the other areas. Yeah, 
definitely one of the redeeming qualities of eating here, uh, especially if you're eating at the peak of, you know, whatever time of day it is, noon or five or, you know, something like that, is you're going to find more seating in this restaurant than you probably would in any other quick service, you know, in Magic Kingdom. Yeah. So, Or, or if you have a large party. Yeah, that too. Definitely. It helps a lot because there's definitely a lot of room. You may have to like separate a little bit, but there's definitely – and sometimes you can find it where you can go in the back room like no one's back yeah. there. Yep. And the theming in some of those rooms, I think there's there's one up the ramp. There's a, a huge room up the ramp, right? Mm-hmm. There's also one down low, and it has a pretty cool feel to it. I, I think it's very – it's – I can almost describe it to like Mexico over at Epcot, almost in a way. Well, you know yeah, because well, if you turn the, one, the corner, is that the one we always sit in? I think so. Yeah. Well, if you turn the corner, and we'll hear in the history that the outside has an adobe feel, mm-hmm. so more south, more southern, western, you know, Mexican feel. Okay, and it is really, really big. I mean, you can go in in Frontierland and then leave, and you're in Adventureland. Yeah, yeah. Because you got pirates right over I've there. I've never gone that. I'm, you know, I've never walked near. That restaurant in Adventureland. No, Tortugas Tavern. Are you sure? Yeah. Oh, you've never eaten there. I've never been near it. I, I've I've never eaten there, but you you have been. It's right by. Remember, did you ever do the map thing over at Pirates of the Caribbean? Yeah, with us. That's right. That's the t- t- tavern's right over there. I mean, it's right across the street from. It's right across the hallway from the when you leave Pirates of the Caribbean. But I'm just saying, like, I've never gone in there. Oh yeah, or yeah. Even neither looked have at I. it as a way to eat. Yeah, neither have I. Uh, but I think that'll be something cool for us to do in the future for sure. Have you eaten there, Jen? At Tortuga? Yeah. Yes, I have. And Many times. Is it, I is, prefer that. Is it mostly a fish restaurant, though? No, they no, serve, they serve they turtles. Had, oh, it was, really? It's a very small menu. <laughs> yeah, I think it's a lot of like seafood, right? On a half shell. <laughs> I don't, unless they changed it, because mm-hmm. I could it's be wrong. Not, Maybe I'm thinking about a different one. I, I feel like it's like specific tacos and stuff. I, I could be wrong, though. Mm-hmm. Before there was a Pecos Bill restaurant opened in Magic Kingdom, there was a fake lore legend named Pecos Bill. Edward S. O'Reilly wrote a short story book published in 1917 named The Century Magazine, which featured fictional cowboys. Pecos Bill was added to the other big man folklore characters like Paul Bunyan and John Henry. These stories had Pecos lasso a tornado and ride it away from danger while also digging out the path, now known as the Rio Grande. He also got bored one day and used his six-shooter to shoot all the stars out of the sky except for one which is why Texas is now known as a Lone Star State. O'Reilly and his partner, Jack A. Warren, wrote the Pecos comic strips from 1929 to 1938. When O'Reilly died in 1946, his partner Warren began a strip titled Pecos Pete, which was Pecos Bill, but he had suffered from amnesia. In the cartoons was Pecos' wife, Slew Foot Sue. In 1948, Walt Disney released an animated feature consisting of seven Western shorts. Melody Time included stories about legends like Johnny Appleseed, and Pecos Bill. The last short story has Pecos Bill raised by wolves and riding a horse named Widowmaker, who ate dynamite as a snack. The story tells how Pecos became the biggest, baddest cowboy in the West, and how he ends up falling in love with Slew Foot Sue. Later, Disney would reuse this character as part of the Tall Tales and Legends series, originally aired on Showtime and later on Disney Channel, where Steve Gutenberg portrayed Pecos. Then in 1995, a live-action film named Tall Tales had Patrick Swayze play the part of Pecos Bill, Alongside other legendary big men, Paul Bunyan and John Henry. Patrick Swayze. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I think I've seen that movie, but I don't remember it too much. And Steve Gutenberg. Yeah, the Goot. But, you know, once again, we go into the theming of how Disney themes things. And this, this restaurant pretty much, you know, has great theming, has a whole story behind it. 
you know, with Pecos Bill and the Tall Tale Pecos Bill. So it's pretty cool. Yeah, did you guys know about Pecos Bill? I honestly did not know there was a character named Pecos Bill. I know there was a character, but I had no idea the story behind it, pretty much. Yeah, same. I knew there was a, a character, but no specifics. Yeah, I know more of, like, Paul Bunyan and John Henry. Oh, yeah, I've heard of those. Uh, Yeah, so. I mean, it's a cute little story. Knowing that now, kind of neat, and I'm sure people from Texas probably know it. Yep, and I'm, uh, well, Steve's in here. Maybe he knows all about it. But I'm not- just wait. No, he literally just said, as someone who's lived in Texas my whole life, I've never heard the story of Pecos Bill making it Lone Star State. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I should have read that before he said something. We, uh, but now I'm kind of interested to go back there and kind of see if there's little hints of the story in the restaurant. Mm-hmm. You know, because there's a there's a lot of I remember do seeing a lot of stuff that's like engraved in the building and stuff like that. So I wonder if there's like lassos or. If there's anything inside the restaurant that uh, that's kind of like Easter eggs, yeah, probably. I didn't get anything on history about that. That stuff. Mm-hmm. I did get. I do have some history here going on too. Uh, all the stuff that's on the walls, mm-hmm. and then there are things on the outside, like writings that have to do with the history of Pecos Bill. At Disneyland, the Golden Horseshoe Saloon, which opened in 1955, was referred to as Pecos Bill's Golden Horseshoe Saloon during construction. The owner, Slew Foot Sue, put on a variety show featuring Wally Bogue as Pecos Bill until the show was changed in 1986. When Disney started to map out the new Avengerland for the Florida project, the Pecos Bill-themed restaurant was planned out. Pecos Bill Cafe sat on the corner of Frontierland and Adventureland and shared its current large space with Mile Long Bar. The outside of the restaurant, where guests enter, is themed as an Old West saloon, fitting nicely with the next-door attraction, Country Bear Jamboree. The large sign above the entryway that has the restaurant's name also has in smaller font, 1878 which is a fictional year the restaurant opened. As you walk past the saloon doors and turn left toward Adventureland, the outside facade quickly changes to American Southwest Adobe. In 1998, Pecos Bill Cafe and Mao Long Bar were closed for an update, which would result in the two locations being combined and changed to Pecos Bill, Tall Tale Inn, and Cafe. The location received a revamped inside, which allowed for more seating and a new backstory. Pecos Bill was encouraged by his friends to open up a watering hole in 1878. He wanted to have the tastiest eats and treats and quickly became a popular hangout for his legendary friends. It became a tradition that each time one of his pals left, they would leave behind a souvenir for Pecos to add to his collection of the walls. Pecos has Johnny Appleseed's pot hat, Paul Bunyan's axe, the Lone Ranger's mask, Kit Carson's scouting tools and map, Buffalo Bill's boots, and Davy Crockett's satchel and powder horn. So this is kind of what I was talking about. I mean, this is all kind of like part of the theming of the tall tales of, you know, the generation, I guess you, you can yeah. say, you know? Yeah. Because it has, uh, man, Johnny Appleseed's pot hat. That's pretty cool. Paul Bunyan's axe, of course. The Lone Ranger's mask. But it's interesting that uh, Pecos Bill goes all the way back to Disneyland, the Golden Horseshoe Saloon, which I didn't know even existed, honestly. Mm-hmm. And that they had Pecos Bill part of the show that they have there. Because mm-hmm. it's a dining show. It's a dining with a show. Yeah. I think that, you know, like whenever I go to the parks, I like to, ha- I like to do combos. You might think of combo, you mean combos. It's kind of like, you know, you spend the day, especially like an annual pass holder, I definitely recommend you doing this, is you spend the day focused on one little area. And when I say, when I say like combos, I like to do, for example, you can go to Country Bear Jamboree, right? After Country Bear, you go right to lunch over at Pecos Bill. Leave Pecos Bill, you can be right by Pirates of the Caribbean. And it's like, a, that's like pretty much what you can do like a, for a part of your day. Because it's all right next to each other, so it's kind of like you can just go one, one to the other, right, one after each other type of thing. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Because all in the same area, you mm-hmm. can just go right there, and that's like two, three hours that you can go ahead 
and spend, you know, in this one part of the park. You know, I'm sitting here and I know I'm, I've kind of been quiet for a second because I just have this vision and I'm trying really hard not to giggle because you said you were interested to see what was on the wall. And I just have this vision of you, Joe, just like slowly walking around Pecosville next time you're there. Just, you know, people eating and you like standing over their table Sorry, trying to look at me. the things on the wall <laughs> and pointing things out to Mel and Nick. Hey, look at this. You know, while the guy's like just sitting there trying to eat his tacos in peace. Well, there's a lot of there's a lot of the restaurant that no one's eating. Like when you first walk in, I'm not sure if you guys remember. Do you know what happens when you first walk into the restaurant? What's there? It's the big open area with the topping bar and the... Um... Yeah, but right to the left, there's like a, a chim- chimney thing or something like that. Mm-hmm. Right? And I think there's some games over there, too. I don't know. I never turned left. Yeah, I think because I was there with Nick and we there's were looking... There's not games. Are you talking about the shooting range? No, I That's believe there's way like... down. No, 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 no. Not the shooting range. But there's like a little game where you have to go ahead and like... There's like, uh, you have to throw something on it, like lasso something, I believe. And maybe it's not there all the time, but I remember sitting there playing games with Nick one, one time when we were getting food. Huh. It's not very big. It's not like the thing that you're talking about. I know exactly what you're talking about, Jen. It's definitely not as big as that. It's just like a little area where there's some games, whatever you can play. Mm-hmm. And maybe it's just there when it's not as busy. Uh, but I mean, uh, I'm not going to be sitting there when people are eating. I'm not going to be that person that's like, you know, excuse me, hold on one second. And I'm like, oh, that looks good. I'm not going to be that person. I'm going to be like, telling them the history. And he's like, hey, did you like this information? Hey, you want to go, wanna go to dizhiz.com, D I Z H I Z.com? Check it out. <laughs> so you guys have gone to Disney for a while, a lot longer than I have. Any of you remember Mile Long Bar? You know, I was thinking about that too. And I'm thinking, but they don't serve alcohol in. Magic Kingdom. So why would they have a bar? But they do serve al- alcohol in Magic Kingdom. But they do. Well, now they do, but they didn't. But the, at the um, Italian restaurant, they always had wine there. So why couldn't you go ahead and get something to drink at this? And at Be Our Guest, I mean, there's alcohol. But at before, Tony's? They've always had wine They've at always Tony's? had wine. At, yeah, they've always had wine there at Tony's. Yep. So why wouldn't they be able to serve some alcohol at this place? I don't remember that bar. But it's kind of like at Tony's, if you have wine, you're not going to be walking around the park with wine. It's not like you can go ahead and take your, you know, wine, fancy wine glass of wine and walk around the park with it. So I can kind of understand that you can have something to drink, but it's at a sit-down restaurant and you're not going to take it with you. Uh-huh. Yeah. Right. But, but my long bar doesn't say sit-down restaurant. Oh, yeah. There's no doubt about it. So maybe it's just a name. I mean, it doesn't have to have alcohol. Maybe it's just a name, which is why it eventually closed and turned into a bigger Pecos Bill. Which, honestly, I didn't really know Pecos Bill is called Pecos Bill Tall Tale Inn and Cafe. It's just Pecos Bill to me. Yeah, me too. I've never read the sign walking in. And that's the reason, and that's the reason why when you had the, like, the opening, I'm yeah, kind of like, 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 what's what? going on there? It's like super long. <laughs> Hold on one second. I'll be done with this in a minute. <laughs> yeah, it's like when I did the history, when I looked it up, I was like, Pecos Bill Tall Tale Inn and Cafe. I was like, man, that's a tongue twister. It is. Pecos Bill, as it is referred to, opens at 10.30 a.m., offering lunch and dinner. It is a very popular destination, becoming very busy throughout the day. There is outdoor seating available, as well as connection hallway to Avengerland's restaurant, Tortuga Tavern. This quick-service sit-down restaurant offers Tex-Mex-style burgers, wraps, nachos, and barbecue. They offer a variety of foods for people's dietary and personal eating habits. Plant-based meals, gluten, wheat, egg, milk, peanut, tree nut, fish, and shellfish allergy-friendly meals. One of the highlights of Pecos Bill is their topping bar. This large bar supplies guests with fresh ingredients to help enhance their meals, ranging from sliced tomatoes to dressings. In 2015, Pecos Bill received a menu change, which took out the famous cheese sauce from the topping bar, along with an overhaul of the menu. When Disneyland Park Paris opened their Frontierland, a Tex-Mex restaurant, 
not Theme Pecos Bill, called Last Chance Saloon debuted. In 1983, Tokyo Disneyland's Frontierland debuted their own Pecos Bill-themed restaurant, a quick outdoor American-themed food stand. It was the cheese sauce. That was the turning. That was the tides turning for me. <laughs> and I'm, some of my memories go to that, which I'll talk about later. But yeah, for sure. When they took away some of those things, it was a bummer. But I mean, there's still a lot there, though. Is there guac on the bar? Did no, they take that away, too? Away. That's part of my memories. Very sad day. <laughs> I think that was it. I think that was that turning point for me. I think I think you're right. I think that was the turning point for you. Because you can tear up some guac. I mean, anyone can, I mean you, can go, you, you can go there. And you can just put guac for days on your nachos, on whatever you want. You, yeah, yeah. You can sit there and go get and chips. It's not, and it's, and not, it's not cheap. No, guac, guac is not cheap, for sure. <laughs> That's why and, they did that. That's why they took those things out. Yeah, they took that out. And the, I, I, didn't, I don't even remember the cheese sauce. You sure they took away the cheese? I guess they did take away the cheese yeah, sauce. I saw multiple places that they took it out. Yeah, but there's still a lot of toppings there. Oh, I mean, yeah. there's onions, tomatoes, cheese. There, I mean, the salsa. There's just tons of toppings mm-hmm. there, yeah. even without those. But for sure, those were probably the fans' favorites. And they were, and the reason why they probably took them away is because people were like overindulging on them. Oh, of course. Of course. I, I didn't. I can't believe how much um, they have a lot to offer to people with dietary and, dietary and personal eating habits. Like, I mean, gluten, wheat, egg, milk, peanut, tree nut, fish, selfish. I mean, it's just, there's a lot of stuff they offer, you know, different varieties of stuff for people who have these, mm-hmm. uh, not issues, but... Mm. dietary needs yeah they have like a meal challenge there they do yeah man i didn't see this anywhere yeah they have a meal challenge there so it was like i think it's like 30 bucks and if you can eat like this huge pot of like nachos they even bring you to like a secret room there's like a secret room they bring you to <laughs> trust me i look this up look it up right now look it up if you can eat this full like this 30 dollar nachos you get it i think you get it for free in like a t-shirt you look it up right now yeah you ever heard that, about this shit? Like current? Well, I'm not sure now because of COVID, but before COVID, yes. They, I knew about like the $70 nachos that $70? Like 10 people. It's so it's not a t shirt. Yeah, I think you get a t shirt. Maybe you just get a free meal. No. Are you looking it up? Yeah, yeah. It's Disney. The answer is no to both of those. The Nacho Rio Grande Challenge. Okay, here we go. Tell me about the challenge. Can you tell me about it? It says it's similar to like the kitchen sink challenge, the quotes challenge. Okay. Well, it ended in 2017. Yeah, so it's supposed to serve six to eight people. And you get something for completing it. I think you get it for free. It's $90. Oh, not $30, but 90 bucks. Cast members will don their special cowboy hats and escort you back to a reserve table set Look with your style tin plates and checkered napkins. Dude, this is fun, man. I want to do it right now. They'll bring in pictures of your chosen drink, non-alcohol, of course, and then you get to start eating. And what's the reward? There's got to be some type of reward. I mean, it's a challenge. Man, this thing is massive. Really? Yeah. There it is right there. Oh, yeah. The Th- that's all? Nachos. I can eat that by myself. You sure? Are you sure? Oh. That's a lot, man. Because it's hidden, Joe. It's hiding in there. There's. Uh, it's... I don't know. I think I can get that at Applebee's. <laughs> I think. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot. It is a lot. It's probably a lot of like meat. So what do you get if you win? Eleven twenty-five per person, which is pretty good. I definitely say. would have liked to have done it. Oh, yeah, me too. I mean, we've been blessed. It doesn't, it doesn't say if you get anything. Hey, so I was just watching. Remember? An official certificate and cowboy hats and sheriff badge for everyone in the party. Boom, look at that. Certificate? <laughs> I, would, I, would, I would wear that with pride. It'd be like the first thing you see when you enter my house. <laughs> and then, then I was watching something today about Man vs. Food. Adam, Adam Richmond, he was like the original guy from Man vs. Food. Remember that guy? Yeah, yeah. Right? So he wasn't a professional eater. 
So he was just like a normal person doing this job, right? And uh, he used to fast for the whole day before. He would oh, try right. to at least. Yeah, like the day before he wouldn't even eat anything before like a big food challenge. He said that would help him. But he said that if he used to cheat on that day, that it was a whole nother obstacle to go ahead and get through the food challenge. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. So I feel like I'm not even like there's a couple times where I went without eating and I worked out in a day. And I, I went out to eat with like friends and like family. And I'd be like, you're about to see something disgusting. <laughs> because <laughs> i can i can eat some food like I can, I can eat some food for sure and i feel like if i was not to eat like a full day beforehand and then work out and then go to lunch i feel like i can eat i can be a good help with that nacho challenge good help yeah challenging quotes yeah take a guess take a guess put your knowledge to the test All right. You're cheating, Joe. I'm not. So we're back to Diz His's favorite game show. Take a guess. Easy, simple. I'll name a dish. I'll describe it. And then I'll pick one of you to take a guess at what the price is. Closest one wins. Even if you go over, closest ones wins, period. If it's tied, the one that's below the fight price. fight each other? Yeah, fight each other. The one below yeah. the price Listen, will get the I've win. I've been waiting for that for years. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm scared. I have been waiting for years. <laughs> dreams. I feel like I have, I have. I feel like I have the advantage here because I feel like Joe, you're the one that sits down, and Mel's the one that orders. I do because because I, I don't. If I make a mistake, it's the end of the world. <laughs> I know what you mean. I mean, if, if she was to make a mistake, oh whatever, I'd be fine. I'll eat it with it. If I make a mistake, oh, it's the end of the world. We'll edit that part out. Yeah. She's going to listen to make a difference. I know. All right, so let's start with the pork carnitas rice bowl. Yellow rice topped with seasoned pork, grilled peppers, and onions, black beans, lettuce, tomato, sour cream, and salsa. This is an entree. Joe, go ahead and give us a price. White ladies first. Jen can go okay. first. Jen, go ahead. Twelve ninety nine. Okay, Joe. Uh, I'm gonna say twelve ninety nine. I'm gonna say uh, I'm gonna say eleven ninety nine. It is eleven ninety nine on the nose. Oh yes. Okay. This is my favorite restaurant at Magic Kingdom, so <laughs> we got the Southwest salad. Mixed greens topped with roasted corn and bean salsa, tomatoes, and tortilla crisps. Joe. Uh thirteen ninety nine. Jen. Twelve forty nine. It is nine ninety nine. Oh Jen wow. gets a point. Wow. Wow. It's a deal. Wow. wow. Loki, wow. You should put that in there. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Let's go with beef nachos, tortilla chips topped with queso, seasoned ground beef, lettuce, tomato, sour cream, and salsa. Jen. Okay. So, first of all, that's one of the biggest disappointments with Pecos Bill because it's not. You get a blob of cheese <laughs> and a splot of meat. Well, first off, on let's, some just, chips. let's talk about, first off, right? A blob of cheese, which is delicious. <laughs> okay. <laughs> How can, you, how can you not like a blob of cheese? Why are you complaining about that? Okay, go ahead, Jen. So that's what you get, and you're just staring at it going, I just paid, I don't know, let's but say ten ninety nine. I refuse to mix this up. She $10. said ten ninety nine. I'm gonna say eleven ninety nine. It is ten ninety nine on the right. Hey, but listen, but you can go back and get more chips, I believe. I think if you run out of chips and you still have like food on your plate, I think you can go get chips. Like extra chips. So they had desserts here. Don't know if you know, because I've never had a dessert at uh, Pecos Bill, to be honest. I do know. Powdered cinnamon sugar donut holes. Joe. Ooh. 
$8.99. Jen. $6.99. It is $4.99. Jen gets a point. Jen is up 3-1. I, I know. I'm keeping track, too. <laughs> oh, I did not know how to keep track. Let's go to the kids' meal. Everyone, every parent should know the kids' meal. Let's go with the chicken. Actually, uh, let's go with the kids' pork carnitas rice bowl. So yellow rice topped with black beans and pork carnitas served with go-go squeeze applesauce, a cutie's, ma a cutie's mandarin orange, and a choice of 1% Mickey Milk, small Dasani bottle water, or 100% apple juice. Joe, right? No, I want Jen to go first. You got it right. Jen. $7.99. Joe. I'm going to go $8. It's $7.49. Oh. <laughs> oh, man. This is not looking good. I didn't even buy stuff off the kids' meal. I don't even know kids. what's going on right now. I'm going to go down to some some a gluten-friendly food. Okay. One-third pound Angus bacon cheeseburger. Ooh. Flame-broiled. Mm. Quarter pound, not quarter pound. What what would you call a one third pound easily? You just have to say one third pound each time. Yeah, say it, yeah, a third pound. A, a third, third. flame broiled third pound Angus burger doesn't sound right. Topped with bacon, melted American cheese, lettuce, tomato, served on an allergy friendly bun with tortilla chips. What we got for pricing? I guess Jen goes because Jen got it right. No, Joe can go. Okay. Uh, eight ninety nine. Jen. Fourteen ninety nine. Yeah, maybe you do some math. It's eleven ninety nine. It's like three dollars each way. Want <laughs> to play rock paper scissors for it? Let's do it. Okay, ready? ready? One, two, three, go! Oh, ready? <laughs> One, two, three, go! One, two, three, go! Who's on a delay? Oh my gosh! Come on, guys! One, two, three, go! Yes! There we go. Joe wins. <laughs> Joe wins. He's on the board again. All right. We'll do a few more and then we'll call sure. it. So let's go down to the the peanut tree nut allergy friendly menu. Oh, wow. Interesting. Fajitas platter. Peanut tree nut allergy friendly. Served with pork canitas and seasoned chicken with yellow rice, beans, fajita vegetables, lettuce, tomato, sour cream, salsa, and flour tortillas. Joe. $9.99. Jen. $14.99. It is $14.99 on the nose. That's so much money. It's Disney. <laughs> And let's go down to the soy allergy-friendly menu. We have veggie rice bowl. Yellow rice topped with grilled peppers and onions, black beans, lettuce, tomatoes, and salsa. Joe. Or Jen. Mm, $8.99. Joe. $9.99. It is $9.99. Yes. <laughs> and that concludes our game. Okay. Jen wins. Good game, Jen. Good. Five to three. Game. Wasn't even close. I mean, it was kind of close. Only two. <laughs> <laughs> We all know it wasn't close. Only because of a rock, paper, scissors showdown. <laughs> it was epic. Maybe next time you go to the parks, Joe, you should be like, you know what, Mel? I'm going to go order the food in preparation for a future podcast. <laughs> that's, that's a good point. We here at Diz His love this sit-down restaurant in Frontierland. Its topping bar is larger than life and always has a space needed for a large party to relax. Well, I guess all of us but one. <laughs> I listen. I'll eat there. It's just not. We've I'm eat, not. I'm we, never going to vote for it. We've eaten there a couple times. Together, I know I we have, and I'm not going to vote for it. If the majority were rules, the majority rules. Then I'll eat my blob of cheese and meat. So why don't you just order something different? Yeah, why eating a blob of cheese and meat? I don't know. Because <laughs> the blob <laughs> of cheese is delicious, Jen. <laughs> <laughs> 
Dreaming of a Disney vacation? If you aren't able to go enjoy the resorts, then get yourself some three Cheeky Chicks wax melts. Studies show smells help bring forward memories, so these smells are a must-have if you want to put yourself back at these grand resorts. Go to MagicallyScented.com to order scents like Animal Kingdom Lodge. It's an earthy smell with sage, lemon, and lime. There is a Port Orleans French Quarter, which has fragrance of flowers, cotton, mandarin blossoms, freesia, and peonies. The Wilderness Lodge Melt smells of mahogany, blood orange, red pepper, sage, cognac, bourbon vanilla, golden amber, tonka bean, and sandalwood. The Vero Beach Melt will transport you with its orange blossom, star jasmine, velvet roses, and greens. Just visit MagicallyScented.com and use promo code DizHiz20 to purchase a wide range of wax melts, candles, and room sprays, all made by Three Cheeky Chicks. That's Three Cheeky Chicks at MagicallyScented.com, promo code DizHiz20. That's Three Cheeky Chicks at MagicallyScented.com. Memories, memories, talk about those This is memories. Okay, Jen, you got a memory? Pecos Bill? I do. I actually have a good memory. I know. I know I've been kind of negative Nancy about this restaurant, but I do have a good memory, but it did involve something negative. (laughs) So, (laughs) um, but I don't think it was anything super, you know, it wasn't, it was just one of those things where, you know, you're hot, you're sweaty, you've been walking around for a while. And you decide to go and eat here. So, you know, you're the ringleader of the family. You order everyone's food. You sit down. You get everyone settled. You take a bite of your food. Your food is cold. So being a temperature person, I walk back up. Nobody's fault. But I walk back up, ask for hot food. I get hot food. And something else was wrong with it. And I don't remember what it was. But it was enough for me to go back up. And so I had to go back again. Second thing got it, sat down. And then my son needed something from up there. And so I had to go back again, but every time I was nice, you know, I wasn't rude. And this gentleman was like, he had helped me the first time, not the second, but then the third, he came over and he's like, is everything okay? I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you know how it is. You know, I just got to take care of your family, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Food was hot that last time, whatever. And he's like, here. And he just gave me these churro bites. And just like one of those little magical moments or whatever. Mm -hmm. And he just because he knew that he could see that I was like, you know, didn't get to sit down and enjoy my meal. I was busy doing other things. And it was just so nice. I I just hadn't really had that happen to me. So it touched me. And there's this thing that you can do. I'm going to actually look it up because I want to get it right for anyone listening in case they ever encounter somebody who just makes their day. Um, And it's called. I think it's called cast compliment on Twitter. Um, oh, cool. And so what was really neat. Yes. So you tweet at cast compliment and try to give the person's name if possible, the location and just, you know, a quick, a little tweet of what happened. So what was really cool is because the guy was just, he just touched me and it was just really, he was just polite and kind and just had not like that. <laughs> I didn't even say anything. I see anything. your face. I didn't say anything. I was thinking it, but I wasn't face. saying it. It was my face. <laughs> it was I Alex's hope, I face. I hope you didn't this. This cast member touched me in a special way. <laughs> <laughs> it's not, that's not what you put on the No, Twitter, it was right? touching is what I meant to say. Okay. Does that make it any mind better? Go ahead. Mind in the gutter. <laughs> so, okay. So it was very touching. So I just fired out the tweet, cast compliment. 
and said, you know, this guy's name. And he was really nice. And I didn't go into specifics because I don't know if he was supposed to give me the free churro bites or not. And um, gets fired. <laughs> no, but it was really cool because 48 hours later there I was some I was mentioned in a tweet and it was it was Disney and they had a picture of the, the gentleman holding um the cast compliment certificate that they had came and awarded him and it was a quick turnaround oh nice wow. and really cool. um so they just said he was thrilled for his cast compliment and it was just a nice little picture of him and so that was pretty and cool. they tagged you yeah they tagged me because I tweeted it initially that's, that's a cool. good thing to know about I didn't know anything about that Hey, yeah, Jen. it is. It's really it's it's a nice way to, you know, because I know cast members have an internal way to um, compliment each other when they see people are doing good things. But this is just a really nice way. And especially because we always have our phones. So if somebody really does go and, and just really make your day, it's just nice to be able to fire that out and to know that there is a follow up and they do get recognized for, you know, going above and beyond. It's really nice. Hey, Jen, you're just on the Twitter page itself right just now a second ago. I was. Why? When was the last time someone posted on it? Is that something uh, they're on. still doing actively? Uh, cast compliment. Last one was uh, 23 hours ago. So it's oh, still active. sweet. That's awesome. Yeah, definitely, guys. If you guys are at Disney and something, you know, special really happens and you have a magical mo- moment, go ahead and share it. I think it's cool that they actually took the picture of the cast member and they posted it. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, it is. It's really neat. Um, definitely. I, I wish I could find the one that I did. I'll have to go back and dig, but um, it looks like it's really active. So that's great. And what is it one more time, Jen, so I can go ahead. And it's at cast compliments. So my, I have a couple of memories, a couple of them. I, I think one of them I shared pre-show. Uh-huh. Uh, that's what I'll share right now was the one where I was kind of sitting there eating and there was someone in a wheelchair sitting down e- eating their food, you know, to like a, maybe like two tables over from us. And there was someone else who was kind of, you know, had all their food on their, what is that? What is that? Go? The, um, tray? On their tray, right? And had all their food on it. I'm talking about like nachos with all the toppings on it. And it had like the nacho cheese on it. It had the diced tomatoes, the cheese, the onions, you know, all, all the toppings on it. And like a big plate of nachos. And I think it made a couple of them. And it had like chocolate milk too. And he was walking over the person that was sitting in the wheelchair. And it's like it must have tripped or something like that, and all the food went all over the person in the wheelchair, like oh all the food. <laughs> I was like, "Oh my gosh!" <laughs> and I don't remember if I got up and helped, but I think there was like a cast member that was right there, uh-huh. and they all helped. Obviously, right. it, it was overall not that bad of a situation, um, except for the person was kind of covered in food. Covered in food, yeah. But he, the person, handled it very. It was it wasn't like the person was like kind of a jerk about it. I mean, it was an accident, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but. You know what was really weird about the whole situation is I was thinking, I was like, man, what happens if that person dropped their food all over someone? You were thinking that? Yeah, man. So you made it happen. uh, What happens if I did make it happen? did. Yeah, that'd be kind of crazy. But but the other memory, which is really cool, is that I was sitting there. We just got into the park, and I was like, oh, I can't wait to go to Pecos Bill today. I can't wait to go to Pecos Bill today, and I cannot wait to eat the... Of like the guacamole, like I'm gonna tear up that guacamole. I'm gonna order my food. I'm gonna put guacamole over my nachos. It's gonna be delicious. And I was sitting there telling my my wife this, right? The cast member heard me, overheard me saying it. It was like, hey, I got some bad news for you. I'm like, what? He's like, they took away the guacamole. And I was like, I think he saw me like die inside a little bit. I was like, I was like, what? He's like, they took it away, man. I was like, are you for real? And he's like, yeah. He's like, I feel your pain. He's like, I used to love the guacamole, and they took it away. 
And I was like, are you joking with me right now? And he's like, no, you'll see. And he was like, he was like, I can see that he wasn't joking. Like he was super disappointed. I can see like he was super disappointed about it. I was super disappointed about it. Did he give you complimentary cinnamon bites? No, man, he did not. But I think he was just like really, I think he was disappointed for me because I was like so excited (laughs) about it, you know? So, and yeah, that was the day the guacamole, he went away at Pecos Bill. Because it had to be like right around that moment. I probably went there like a couple couple weeks ago. So I had to be around that. It wasn't like I went a long time without going to Pecos Bill. Mm. So, but yeah, that's my memory, which is kind of crazy. How about you, Alex? <laughs> so I was asking the wife about, you know, she was like, oh, do you have a memory? And I was like, no. I mean, it's a restaurant. I eat there. I don't have too many memories. She's like, really? Don't have any memories? I was like, no. I was like, what is your memory? She's like, I have a good, I have a memory. I was like, okay, what is it? She goes, it's when we went to Disney on our honeymoon and we went to eat there and we had our pins. And because we had our pins, they gave us a free dessert. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a pretty cool memory. I said, what was it? She says, I don't remember. <laughs> I said, okay. Perfect opportunity she's for like, a cast compliment. That's true. That's true. If I knew, if only I knew. She says, uh, I don't get, how are you on the podcast? You don't have any memories. So what's the other two people were for? They have great <laughs> memories. I found my tweet. His name was Bob. Oh, that's pretty cool. Can you uh, send that to me? I said, I want to recognize Bob that is a cashier at Pecos Bill at Magic Kingdom yesterday around 5 p.m. Made my kids feel special because of the free churros. Thanks. I will send it to you right now. Hey, this is AJ for the D Plus Club, where we cover all things Disney Plus. Each week, I'll bring you the latest news and rumors, as well as what's new and what's coming soon to the Disney streaming service in the U.S. and in the U.K. And each week, we have a weekly movie club. Where between July 12th and July 18th, we'll be covering the film Turner and Hooch to celebrate the launch of the TV series. Share your thoughts in the weekly movie club room in the Sorcerer Radio Discord at srsounds.com forward slash discord. And I'll feature some of your comments in this week's podcast. You can find the D Plus Club on all major podcasting platforms with new episodes every Sunday. See you there. Okay, so this week was The Lion King, and not only was it the animated version, it was like the live action mm-hmm. version, right? Have you guys seen both the, um, have you guys seen the live action one? Yeah, I like Disney. Huh? I like Disney, so yes, I've seen both. Okay. <laughs> How about you, Jen? Um, I love, I love the animated version. That's one of my top five movies. Yeah. Um, couldn't make it through the live action. Couldn't do it. Really? I, I didn't think it was nope. that bad. The live action. Nope. I didn't think it was that bad at all. It's not that it was um it's not that it was that bad. It's that if you have something so beloved mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and they remake it and it's not the same, I just I couldn't it was almost sacrilegious to me. I just couldn't do it. Even though it's same company and whatever. And really what killed it for me was um now I'm on the spot and I can't think of his name. Who played um Jeremy Irons? Charles nope. Gambino. No. It wasn't it was oh Seth Rogan, right? Oh, oh yeah. yes. Yeah. Couldn't he once it that, yeah. that was it. That that part where he actually doesn't sing well and like it kinda cause that part in the in the in the cartoon is so so good because both people can sing that do Pumbaa and Timon, mm-hmm. and right. then Seth Rogen can't sing. Mm-hmm. Also, I kind of worship. Um, I, I oh my god, Billy Eichner. 
No, 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 no. I love Billy Eichner. Yeah, so do I. Um, no, I like Billy. The Eichner, originals, but um, Nathan Lane. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. yeah. I I I low key worship him. So I, the fact that he's not in that, and and I just couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't. So, um, that being said, Lion King is beloved in my yeah. house to yeah. the point where I know all the instrumental music, every song, every lyric, mm-hmm. everything, everything. I could probably recite the movie if I tried hard enough. I, I remember buying the the musical, like the in, um, the music CD when it came out. For oh, Lion really? King. Yeah, I remember it. Yeah, I love The Lion King growing up. Of course, it's one of my favorite animations. And uh, yeah, the original is awesome. The, the new one is not... You know, it's okay. I've seen it maybe twice. Mm-hmm. The first time I saw it, I was like, okay. I saw it a second time with my daughter. And I was like, okay, it's decent. I've listened to music since then because it comes up when we ever play Disney music. It just comes up. And it's not as bad as I remember, but definitely doesn't doesn't touch the original. I definitely agree with you guys. Like the, like the original is like awesome, right? It's hard to beat such an iconic movie, mm-hmm. you know, and make remake it and make it just as good. It's not nearly as good. I heard a lot of people saying that like that like the facial expressions didn't really come through. I totally agree with people. Like there's this one part where when Akuna Matata and it's like you know they're going through the whole song and towards the end Simba has grown up and he's supposed to kind of like busting out of the trees, you know, he's like it means no worries like uh-huh. that, right? And in the animation there's like so much emotion emotion from Simba because he's like this is like supposed to be like one of the first times you're seeing him yeah. as his grown up, mm-hmm. and when that live animation when he, when he I was like expecting that, and it was just like his mouth moving pretty much, and there's like no expression on his face, right? And it was not as good as the original, right? Yeah, so the whole movie's kind of like that, with like the emotions and stuff like that, because you want to see the characters kind of like you know have feelings, uh, but it wasn't bad. I wouldn't say it's bad. Like I would watch it again. Guys, watch it today. Like I watched it today before the, the show. Uh-huh. The live action, and uh, it's not terrible, but it's not nearly as good as the original. Listen, yeah, yeah. I thought the way that they, I thought that they cast the live action very appropriate with with the um, you know Simba and Nala and all of that stuff. I thought that those that was great casting for the live action. I really do think it was Pumbaa and Timon that killed me. They they, in my mind, it it is nobody but Nathan Lane. So. That was that was the issue, mm-hmm. but everybody else was great. I mean, I I had no no concerns with them. But see, I like oh. Seth Rogen, and I like uh, what's his name when you said his name. We just said you said it. Yeah, what was it? Uh, Billy Billy, Billy Eichner. Eichner. I love Billy Eichner. Yeah, so I love too. both of them. So I was fine with them. I just needed more emotion, dude. That little baby Puma when they were sitting there and they're talking about like when he was was when he was a young warthog, uh-huh. right? And then in the live action, they showed like the little baby, like you know warthog, or whatever. Uh-huh. That thing was so cute, man. <laughs> but okay so time out you keep calling it live action like it's live action it's not live action well, i know it's, it's another type of animated movie. i know but that's what the, i was just trying to make a difference between the two it's not like they cast they did <laughs> they, they cast it and those are real ca- animals on there there was a casting call in uh the serengeti no before. animal kingdom joe Rody helped out <laughs> <laughs> Don't ruin my dreams. <laughs> Do you need to go on a trip? Do you hate the hassle of organizing a vacation? Well, say Hakuna Matata and call Matthew over at Travel by Chewy. He is an expert who can arrange itineraries from a relaxing Hawaiian getaway to an exciting theme park adventure. The best part is his services are free. 
Call them at 507-261-9773. That was 507-261-9773. And just let them know Diz has sent you. We are going to be doing a giveaway for our to our Patreon members. We are going to be giving away a Star Wars cookie cutter. And we are going to be giving away Black Widow, which is really cool. All so. right. Well, if you hold on a second. Those are cookie, four, cookie cutters? Yeah, it's a four pack of Williams Sonoma Star Wars cookie cutters. Am I in this drawing? No. <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> so um, they're pretty cool. And there's a recipe in there for royal icing brand new. We just wanted to donate something good to the uh, podcast. So I'll post a picture of it in Discord here. Whoever wins those needs to make cookies and post a picture of the outcome. Joe, did you see that they're going to announce something else Marvel for The Wish tomorrow? I did not see that. I'm super excited about that. That's awesome. Okay, so for you who are listening, you know, obviously you can't see what's going on. But right now I'm sharing my screen for our Patreon members who are in chat. Um, also, there's going to be recording going to our Patreon page of this of us doing the show live. Uh, so if you want to go ahead and get in on our next, next drawing, go ahead and go to patreon.com, dizhis65. You can sign up to for any of our levels on our Patreon for tier to help support the show. Also, you get to, uh, entered in these cool drawings, which is really cool because we give away a bunch of stuff. Okay, so this is going to be for Black Widow. Right, we'll do Black Widow first? Sure. Okay, here we go. Ah, cool. Chewy one, and he's uh, he's our highest tier, which is pretty awesome. Good job. Okay, so he's gonna be excited to hear that. He was just in here a second ago, but I think he was like on his way to work. Yeah, probably. Yeah, so I'll go ahead and let him know. So that was for the Black Widow giveaway, and then now we're gonna do the Star Wars cookie cutter. Cool. And Chris won uh, uh, the cookie cutter. So, All right. Awesome. Sweet. Congratulations. Yeah, congrats yeah, to Chris congrats. and Matt. So we'll go ahead and get their, uh, I think I got their information. Let's go ahead and send them all the stuff. So that's yeah. cool. Awesome. On Tuesday evenings, join Joe and I along with Remy from Remy's Roundtable and Chris from the No New Friends podcast as we Twitch stream. The three of us join forces to bring you an hour and a half of good fun and games on Diz Journey. Find us on Twitch at DizHis65. So, Jen, what did you do in the world of Disney? I started watching. Um, it's something I guess it's been out for a while and I don't know why I never noticed it, but it was the um, I think it's called Imagineering Story. Is that the one where I think that's the one where you where they Mary Poppins was one. Did you see that? Where they were tracking uh, down different props from. Uh, we did the watch movies. that one, yeah. And they had the guy, and he was like, kind of. He, he there was like a Who Framed Roger Roger Rabbit, Rabbit episode, and yeah, there's a Mary Poppins one. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, so I started that because I just needed something new to watch, and I'm like, oh, I haven't seen that before, and um, it's really good. Like I, I really enjoyed seeing, um, you know, the props from one of my favorite movies, and so that was kind of cool. And I think that's pretty much um it at this point for what we did. It was kind of low key week. Did what you watch Loki? No, that's tonight. I'm. Mm-hmm. I we watched. I watched it. Right. I watched it. And you know what, Jen? You can't do this. You can't come on this podcast and not watch Loki. So you can't talk about it. You can't talk about it. 
No, we're not going to talk about it, but it was good. You, it was you, definitely really good. It was good. good. I'm, I'm literally, when I turn this off, that everyone will be I, uh, for me I to watch I can't believe it. that happened at the end, Joe, though. We're talking about when... Um, you know the guy when Captain America came back. Oh yeah, everyone. that was crazy. <laughs> yeah, that was crazy. Just, oh, just... oh my gosh! Oops. <laughs> <laughs> all uh, right, what'd you do, Alex? I watched Loki. That's all I got. <laughs> That's all you got? <laughs> yeah, I haven't done too much in America in World of Disney. Oh, they didn't watch it every day, but you know yeah. we just watch stuff here and there. Yeah. Uh, so I watched Loki. Watch, of course, Lion King, the uh-huh. new live action. Uh, not live action. It's not live action. What, what do you call it, Jen? It's the new CGI. What's it called if it's not live action? It's, yeah, CGI'd. Animation. Animation. Yeah, but it's got to be different than animation. Whatever. It's like the... CGI'd. The CGI'd version of Lion King. Just say King, live action. Everyone yeah, knows what they're talking about. It's live action, uh, Lion King. Uh, I'm looking forward to watching the monsters at work. Oh, yeah, me too. I'm going to wait till tomorrow when my daughter's in the... In the room. Yeah. Also, I've played a bunch of villainous, which was mm-hmm. a lot of fun. Yeah. We got, we got like they were all on sale at Target, so I got like the Marvel villainous. Oh, they were. Yeah. Oh, cool. And I got uh, pretty much all of them, all the villainous games. So we played a bunch of villainous. We taught Nick how to play villainous. That was a lot of fun. Also, next week we had a Disney Imagineer reach out to our show. That's right. And we are going to have a Disney Imagineer on our show next week, which is really exciting. That's super exciting. Yeah, I cannot wait. We're going to have uh, Timmy Britt is going to be on our show next week, and we're going to be doing the history on Main Street USA. So kind of talking about the Main Street USA is all around the Disney parks. So there's a lot of history behind Main Street U- USA. Uh-huh. It's like one of the first things you see when you walk into the park, besides like the castle, usually. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to that. It's going to be a lot of fun. So I've actually been talking with him and his crew, you know, to kind of get all set up for next week. I'm really looking forward to having him on. So, and that's yes. pretty much it. Yeah. Can't miss episode. Huge. Yeah, and uh, you know, I, I'm I'm excited that you know I I love doing giveaways and you know giving away Disney stuff to our fans. So I'm I'm real excited for Chewie and Chris. I, I know Chewie's in chat right now. He's like he's real excited about getting Black Widow. I wish I could have won Black Widow. I know, me too, me too. <laughs> how much? Um, how much is it to watch it? Do you know? Like thirty is it, bucks. Is it thirty? So. I'm going to see it in the theater tomorrow. Yep, that's that's one of the reasons why we switched from Thursday. Well, not that's not one of the reasons, but I mean, Jen, you have a lot, you have a lot of previous engagements that you have for Thursdays. We are going to see it tomorrow. First time back in the theater. You gonna you gonna you gonna record it for us on your phone? <laughs> <laughs> you gonna do it, Jen? Huh? No, are I'm you not gonna do it. <laughs> do you, you think we were for real? She's like, no, I'm not gonna do it. <laughs> You know the video in the beginning of the movie with the guy with the hood over yeah. his head? That yes, kind of yes. looks like you Shady. a little bit. That kind of looks like you a little bit. <laughs> That's the his on Pecos Bill Tall Tale Inn and Cafe. I'm Joe. I'm Alex. I'm Jen. Thanks for listening and have a magical week. Please follow us on all social media by searching DizHis65. Share us and subscribe to our podcast to get the latest show when it is available. If you want to help us out, get tips, get your memories shared on the podcast, see pictures and videos of what we are up to at the parks, join our goof troop on Patreon.com and search for DizHis.
made USAA insurance for veterans like James. When he found out how much USAA was helping members save, he said, It's time to switch. We'll help you find the right coverage at the right price. USAA. What you're made of, we're made for. Restrictions apply.